You are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Page three now, the Muslim invasion of Europe. German Chancellor Angela Merkel is backing a controversial no-fly zone over northern Syria. She said it will reduce the so-called refugee crisis by creating a buffer zone along the Turkey-Syria border. Now, Merkel hopes it will help those backing the Assad regime and those opposed to it come to an agreement. Meantime, during a joint news conference with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, Merkel outlined her efforts to reduce the flow of migrants to Europe. Let me underline it again that particularly in these difficult times, we, through the flow of refugees, feel directly the effects of the activities of IS, the Islamic State group in Syria. We feel it here in Europe, but particularly here in Germany. Now at this time, where Israel has been permanently beset by these problems, but also by Islamist forces, the geographical distances between the two countries seem to be somewhat reduced. We defend ourselves. There's no question about that. But when so doing, we defend also your values. And by being where we are, in the center of the Middle East, by defending our flanks, by defending, by helping defend uh, the neighborhood, we are preventing the addition of as many as 100 million more people to the tragedy and turbulence uh, that, uh, of militant Islam. Now, creating a no-fly zone on the Syrian border goes against NATO policy, and Russia warns that creating such a zone will help terrorists and divide the war-torn country. Joining me now from Southern California, international affairs expert and editor of the Newsbomb Report, Barry Newsbomb. So, Barry, we know that since the Paris attack, that 602 Muslim refugees have entered the U.S., and by the way, only two of them Christians. But the problem isn't that just the horrible vetting process. The problem is assimilation, and we're seeing that problem, the culture clash happening in Germany across the EU today. Yeah, absolutely right, Stephanie. Uh, we can't overlook the lack of vetting. Every single national security expert in this country, with the exception of our president, has said we cannot verify virtually anything about these immigrants. In other words, name, location of where they're coming from, their background, their criminality, their affiliation, none of it. They are carrying largely uh, created or self-produced paperwork from countries that have no computer system that we can verify. And then, as you pointed out rightly, when they get here, they stay within their own groups. It's a chronic problem in Europe where whole neighborhoods of major cities, uh, Paris, Cologne, um, uh, Calais recently, there are areas where the police uh, fire uh, ministerial services will not be delivered because they can't enter into those enclaves. They are countries within countries, and uh, there are very specific borders that you don't want to cross unless you're part of that culture. Well, you brought up Cologne, and I'm thinking about the New Year's Eve mass sexual assaults and how the leadership handled that there. Instead of 
you know, getting to the root of the problem. They're telling women to dress and act differently. This is outrageous. Well, I mean, what type of material or what type of information were they sharing with the women of Germany? What's very bizarre, Stephanie, is the mayor of Cologne, Henrietta Recker, came out after the uh, world-famous story about thousands of rapes uh, occurring uh, against German women by uh, Middle Eastern immigra immigrants that it was probably caused by the German girls uh, dressing in uh, inappropriate attire and having inappropriate behavior. In other words, being out on New Year's Eve uncovered per Muslim requirements caused the rapes. She has actually gone so far as to say the mayor's office in Cologne is issuing a series of guidelines for German girls as to how they should dress and how they should act in public so as not to invite sexual assaults upon themselves. It is the most bizarre reaction to a mass crime wave in European history. It's outrageous. Pretty soon they're going to start asking women to wear hijabs so that they don't get stoned to death on the streets. I mean, how PC can they possibly get? And this, in my opinion, is a war on women. But you have to think about the crime wave that's happening in Sweden. Uh, you know, a lot of people are getting hurt and I would say we can blame the government and the leadership there for that. Yeah, there's no question. I just did a show uh, last week with a Swedish member of parliament, Kent Urkoff, and he is terrified as to the amount of crime that's happening in Sweden. Mass sexual assaults, fires, bombings, um, fighting in public, assault and battery at random people by um, Muslim immigrants into the Swedish culture, who, as you pointed out a few minutes ago, are not part of the Swedish culture, but living amongst themselves in areas by themselves, fully supported, I might add, by the Swedish government. And what makes it very, very crazy that it's continuing? The Swedish foreign minister said a few weeks ago that Sweden will probably accept another 200,000 immigrants this year. To give you a magnitude of that size, it's as if the United States took in six and a half million people this year or the size of the state of Indiana every single year. Her prediction, the Swedish social system will collapse unto itself if changes aren't made, because none of these people are working. They're fully supported by the Swedish um, social democratic system, which gives you food, lodging, education, and health care all for free. And, you know, the scary thing is, is if the president had his way, he would take in all these millions of Syrian Muslim refugees into our country without even vetting them, I'm sure. But this brings up another problem. We know that terrorists are among these refugees. Yes, we do. And what's really scary is that the Islamic State released a handbook telling these Muslims how to act not Muslim. Yeah, this is absolutely flabbergasting that this isn't headline news coast to coast in the United States. There is such a thing as the ISIS handbook for terrorists. It's in Arabic and it's been found on a great number of these immigrants into Europe. It tells them how to blend in to the social networks of the various host countries. For example, cut your hair, cut your beard, don't act Muslim, wear a crucifix, don't pray in public. Don't speak Arabic in public. And when plotting 
terrorism, make sure you meet in a loud place like a nightclub where the music is loud and people are drunk so you can't be overheard. I'm not making this up. You can get this online. There are thousands of these booklets that have been found on immigrants in Europe. They are sent specifically to infiltrate and create terrorism in the host country. There's thoughts that Paris was one of many that were planned. I mean the Paris attacks and the mass murder, and many have now been thwarted. However, as the problem gets worse, I'm very curious as to how the United States is going to react and whether or not this is going to be covered in the American press. Because as you said, many thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands are on their way here now. The San Bernardino killings, two people that came here without proper vetting, that weren't really married under the right circumstances, that came here specifically to mass murder Americans after pledging their loyalty to ISIS. I wonder how many more are already here? Yeah, you know, this boils my blood. Americans should come first, always. And you know what? We need to put a stop to allowing these refugees coming into this country freely. We need to put Americans first. And, you know, the best thing that we can do is solve their problems there, not here. Absolutely. Thank they should be staying there. If they come here, they're no longer refugees. It's because we have invited them and we're going to pay for them. Importing them all here will not solve the problem. Thank you so much, Barry. Of course, Stephanie. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.